Turn the mic up. Ready on the right. Hey, yo. Calm down, nigga. Ready on the left. Hey, yo. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. It is I like Szechuan. It's the international Bad Boys are not at home. That was probably the best we've done. I felt it in my heart. We totally harmonized right yeah. there. We were like two chicks bleeding cycles right yeah. there. We just we've been hanging out. out so much. Yeah. And we just started in sync. We synced the fuck out on that one. Yeah, wow. That was great. You just cheated on your girlfriend with yeah, that. I think I did. I think I did. I owe an apologies to Dana. Uh, guys, International Bad Boys back in the studio. Thank you, guys. Uh, again, couldn't make this possible without Donut Time. Donut Time for all your pastry needs. Go to Donut Time on Highland and Santa Monica Boulevard. What's the address? Do we know it? It's 667-524-9 Santa Monica Boulevard. Check it out. Get there. If you can't find it, ask the trannies. Got to be real honest. We didn't mention it for a, a couple podcasts. And I went in there, and, and I got the cold sh- shoulder well, from Susie. Dude, to be honest with you, I got some. Uh, I got a couple uh, letters from legal, uh, Donut Time legal, legal department, yeah. and they threatened money will be asked back if we don't get back to talking about Guys, it. Guys, go to Donut Time. Support. If you like the podcast, you'll go to Donut Time. Ask go for Susie Cutie. Ask for your 10% discount. We can't guarantee 10% discount. But you know what? If you buy a tranny at Donut, you'd never know what's going to happen. It's, it's just the truth. Steve, where are you going to be? Uh, tonight, I will be at Potluck at the Comedy Store, hosted by Joey Diaz. He's going to be oh, hosting Potluck. I've never oh, seen that. That'll be fun. Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle again. You fucking cocksuckers. He's hosting, so that, I just I saw that. I would like that. to do that again. Go drop in. I know. I'd like to host it. Well, they do a lottery for the paid regulars part now. Just go go and just pull. I'm, pull. At, my, uh, I'm at one of my uh, 12-step programs when they do the polling. Got it. Okay. Um, okay. I was going to make a joke there, but we'll just go on. I'm going to be hosting Harvell's tomorrow night, Tuesday. Right. Um, and <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> I love you. And then um, on, on Wednesday, I'll be, thanks to Sam Tripoli, on Crab Feast. Thanks oh, for the introduction. Oh, super excited about that. Yeah, I'll be on the Crab Feast. So yeah, gonna... you know, word on the street is I'm part of the uh, Mount Everest of the Crab Feast guests. I've been told that several times by their listeners. I bang with the best of them. So you got to bring that heat and you got to push the international bad boys out. On the podcast. So, hey, international bad boys fans, will you please uh, listen to the Crab Feast? Tweet at them and, uh, you know, sh- show them some love. Okay. Our guys need to show them some love and vice versa, hopefully. What 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 stories do you think you're going to tell? That's what I was going to ask you. I didn't know if that was a private conversation. If we're This feels like I forget that there's like 5,000 people listening and, and – I feel like it's just you and I, and then people text me or private message me yeah. like responses. I'm like, wait, how do you know that? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're on a podcast. It yeah, just yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. kicking it By with the my way, bro. Shout out to all of our Latino listeners. We seem to get a lot of Mexican. I think it's your story about karate with Mexicans. Well, we love, we both love Mexicans, and we I think love that's Mexicans. what they're picking we up love on. Black people. Like I was at the ice house the other day, and everybody was signing the walls, and I, yeah. always, I always love writing. I love black people on the wall. I wrote, I love black. Oh, that's blacks. you. I see that around I town. Wrote, <laughs> I wrote, I love the blacks. So that's Sam Triple. I'm like, that's probably going to come back and haunt me at some point. No, it's great. I do. I love black people. Who doesn't? Okay, so I want to shout out to all of our ethnic people that listen to this show. So we'll get into that. What do you want to do? I, you know, I don't know I don't know what stories I want to tell. Maybe I'm going to try one out here. The the Bob Odenkirk story, uh, the, the tit surgery story, the Mexican fighting story. I don't know what stories. You tell me what stories you think I, sh- I should do. What your best you've told on here so far? Fuck. Pro- Have I told the Bukaki story on here? Yes. 
Have I told it with Bob Odenkirk and, and, no, and going to UCB, that. that whole UC, getting banned there? We're going to do that in your second half of our first Okay, so that might, be a, that might be a really good one. The, the, the fighting on Mexican television, the getting the male breast surgery. These are all good stories. We'll go through it, dude. I got to think about what is some of your classes. I don't want to let you down. You're not going to let me down, dude. By, by the way, so that, that's, that's Wednesday. Dude, I, I got my shift covered at the Comedy Store on Saturday. Palm Springs has been calling me. I might go to Palm Springs by myself and just sleep this weekend. Why not? I, I, I'm, I've been working fucking 16 hours a day, always doing something. I'm about to have a breakdown. Yeah. And, and the universe keeps telling me Palm Springs. So I might just go out go. and just go to Palm Springs and just fucking Hang s- out. And just sleep. Get a hand job. I see, I'm on back in the saddle with that, too. Um, because of the Kim Congdon uh, call in last week, yeah. I've had a bunch of offers from really attractive women to fuck me in the ass with a strap Are they on. Listeners or just listeners people at the store. Listeners, and, oh, and so shit. if Kim doesn't jump on it, this anal should we cherry... make this like a giveaway, like a contest? Win oh my, win Steve's most... anal cherry. Yeah, Jesus, dude. The the thing is, I might want to have a daughter and a wife one day, and this is out. <laughs> Oh man, I just got embarrassed. <laughs> I just, because okay. because because okay. when I'm horny and I'm revved up, I'm like, yeah, put it in my ass. But then on a Wednesday, people are like, hey, what's up, cutie pie? Um, I'm down to Julian the ass. I'm like, oh, like I'm having a vulnerable moment. Just got off the phone with my mom. I'm like, now you know why women don't want to talk sexually all the time. Well, you know, here's, everybody wants to plug their holes. Here's my here's my fear is that in five years I'm going to be a different person. I'm going to be coaching my my five year old daughter's t ball team. And this this what I'm doing now, what we're doing is forever. It's yeah, out there but let forever. Me just say this. I, I was doing a joke about this the other day. It's like if you're a chick who doesn't have naked pictures on the internet, you're fucking weird. Well, my, my buddy, my buddy Kyle Ray, I sent him the Bukaki footage, and I go, "Is this going to ruin my career?" He goes, "Buddy, but this this day and age, everybody has fucked up shit in the cloud online. We're all fucked." Happy birthday, so. to Kyle Ray! Oh, is this his birthday today? Yesterday. Oh, I, yesterday. love Kyle Ray. Happy love birthday, Adam on Facebook. I am on Girls Facebook. love Kyle Ray. Who doesn't love Kyle? We all love Kyle Ray. We all love Ray. Kyle Ray, but girls he's like, he's so sexy. He's got a great skull for shaving, right? He does. Some people don't have the right skull to shave their he's head. He's a very good-looking guy, he's funny guy, guy, and he's always been very good to me. We should do a con- Tell us if you think we should do a contest. Uh, w- female listener who wins against the peg... Our good friend Stephen in the oh, ass. I'm of embarrassed. The show. Why Aaron has to watch? I've jerked just, off. I've jerked we're off. See so many tears happen in this show. I've jerked Aaron. off to that three times. Aaron. Aaron comes. He's just like I'm a nice guy from the Midwest. I got a fiance. I just want to make love and watch some baseball. Next thing you know, grown yeah, men are head, farting yes. on other people and sucking farts off. When a we Jew disappoint- is jerking off in the other thing. And now my good friend, who's a quarter Jew, wants to get pegged in the ass by female listeners. Uh, dude, you know it. I jerked off to it three times. Like girls just doing that, man. I, like here, it, it's well, you no, know, it's the best thing. It's like it's like I believe in equal rights. Like women just kind of want, you know. It's like I, I say some crazy shit sometimes. Yeah. I guess what? Fuck me in the ass with a strap on. How's that for for, for being a, a feminist? Person. It doesn't mean it, it, how I'm a feminist. It's <laughs> so funny, dude. This uh, on a different random. T- uh, rant. rant. This female uh, porn star just passed away, and everybody's Aww. putting on these. Uh, uh, her name is Amber Rain. She just passed away. They found her. She died in her sleep, which is probably oh, kind of weird. Overdose, that sucks, man. Allegedly. Uh, so I'm putting this out. Uh, and it's so funny because when a porn star dies, it's not funny. It's sad. Dude, Sam, just say it. 
It's sad. It's but Sam, look at dies. the look at the fucking pictures they were putting out saying goodbye to her. Like, oh like, my god! Her blowing a guy going, "We're gonna miss you." And it's like it's so weird. It's so well, it, it's, it's like, sad. I think if people heard me laugh, they'd be very upset, and I can understand it because I lost. If I lost a friend, I wouldn't want people laughing. No, but it's like if it's like if a WWF guy dies, you go, "Oh, Hulkamania!" Like that's her thing. She yeah. is known She's, for sucking dick. Sorry, what I are you gonna say? The, uh, you know, what's so weird is like I would see her in porn, and I would fast forward through her scenes because I wasn't a big fan, and that made me. That I never got to enjoy her while she was doing her while art. she was still here. Yeah, I should yeah. have been like, oh, I'm gonna beat off to you blowing eight black guys at one time. I need to show the fu- respect to the artist. This, oh, hey, my fun fact: the uh, oh, where were you gonna be at? I I plugged all my shit. Oh, I'm uh, this Friday night. I am at. I am in Fresno's. I'm doing comedy. What is it called? Comedy fusion. No, it's something like that though. Armenian benefit. Uh, no, it's a lot of Armos in Fresno. Comedy Hop. It's going to be at Frank's Place, which I hope is a restaurant and not Frank's Place. I'm going to be there. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Right. You got, Aaron, you got Aaron in the booth laughing at that April one. April 8th. 8th. Uh, doors open at 8. Shows at 9.30. Got a bunch of new shit that you're going to hear. So super excited about that. Super excited to get down and see all the Fresno crew that I have learned to love over the past year or so. Doing a lot of shows down there. So super excited that Chris Cruz is bringing me back. Excited to be down there. And another fun note, you remember that time you left at that guy who had cancer was trying to get an hour special and you thought it was funny because he was trying to work something and he really did have cancer. Now now he's shooting his HBO special today. How cool is that? That's really cool, man. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy. I thought it was a lie. No. Because uh, that's something that I would do. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to be rude. God, this is such a dark thing, but... Uh, you know, he's got a lot of people behind him. There's somewhat some pressure. That special better be good. No. Can you see... Can you live through this? What, can you live through what? Can he? Yeah. Like the kind of cancer he has? No, but with all this stuff happening? Yeah. Can you be like, hey, I'm in remission. I've lived. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's not good for business. <laughs> right? Like, can he survive this? No. It's not. Right? It's is not that, a good. I mean, it's like, not I good. Lost friends. I'm not trying to make a light of this because I love this guy. He's no, my we, good we, we we talk about real things here. These are the. This is the conversation. There's a lot of pressure. Aaron, Aaron, what's up? You're giving us a. He was. He was on the crab feast and I recorded it and he joked about the same thing. He joked about. Yeah. Well, here here's. Oh, the, he did. He yeah. joked about not. Well, he kind of has, has to die. He has to die. He kind of has to die. Well, here's here's the thing, and and I and I want. I'm saying this with the bottom of my heart about the international bad boys. What I like about us is. Sam, this is a conversation that we would have in the parking lot laughing. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be a different person on the fucking podcast. This is funny. But I did say that. I don't you want said him that. to die. I'm just oh, saying. I, if You're on said, Ellen. If someone said, cut off your finger, and I don't know him. If someone said, hey, He's you know nice that comic? Guy. Let me just finish. If someone said, cut off your finger, and this guy will survive, I would give him my finger. So that being said, I, I don't want to come in here and go, oh, wow, I'm not gonna, I don't want to be fucked in the ass. Or, hey, that's not funny what we said. <laughs> it is funny, and I do want to be fucked in the ass. Guess what? That's the truth. And you and I know damn well we'd be laughing about this in the parking lot. I don't want to put on a game face and right. be like, that's not funny. That's why I do this fucking podcast, and I'm not hosting America's Funniest Home fucking videos. I respect the shit out of that. Can I just tell a funny story that we get into your stuff? Yeah, and I also want to want to start your funny story. Oh, by real saying, quick. Uh, great job in my uh, all crowd work show. I'm going to get another day. <laughs> did I do all right? You did great. Yeah. You know what you did, dude? You did really great, and I would put you up again. I'd put Fung Chow in again, but he can't do material. That's the, the two people who did material fucked that show up a little bit. I didn't do material, and I, and I, and I felt like... Uh, 
I, I was scared. Emily, uh, uh, you know, that, that works at the comedy store, I was practicing before because I was setting up the main room. So there's an empty main room. I'm like, hey, uh, Emily, what are you sitting there with your hat on? What are you, a sailor? And she was just like, boo. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to do crowd work. And Emily's like, push yourself as a comic. So Sam did an so all crowd work. I did all crowd work. You and did I was, great. I felt like I was punished for and it. You and I made the mistake. We're going to next time of just going sexual with it. I realized that you. Some guy hit me on the arm and goes, and goes, you're a fucking weirdo, dude, on the way out. And then two girls were like, that was funny. You know? Yeah, it's okay. That's great. I, I felt but like you, I pushed I'd myself. I'd have you in again. I'd tell Feng Chow he can't do material. And I wouldn't put, i go, Miss Pat's like, I want to do material. Next time we go, well, then this isn't the show for you. You got to do a different show. Feng Chow killed, but he did material. So it's like, that's cheeky. Come on, man. But, okay. So I, I felt like I, I let you down because I, I stuck to my guns and did crowd work and it wasn't good. No, I thought you did great. Oh, cool. Okay. I thought you did great. I, thought did all right. I was proud of myself for doing that. Dashon O'Neill killed Jessica Michelle Singleton Crush. She's funny. And you know why? Because she did a little sexual stuff, but it was like after so many guys doing dirty like fucking sex. It was I, so... I started it off weird. No, and I did a lot of it too because I panicked. I panicked. So I, I'm not going to do it again. I go, where are you guys from? And they're like, West Covina. I'm like, my sister's from there. Dead silence. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so I know what I'm going to do. You're, you're starting. You have a story. I have a story. We're both on fire today. I just want to say in 30 seconds or less, got to call it out uh, on, what was it, Saturday, right? Saturday, I was working in the main room, saw 15, 20 comics. Sam was did the best. It's not a competition. You came in. You murdered at fucking 12 o'clock. Thank and, you. And, and you really, really killed. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say that all the time. You go, how did I do? I go, oh, you were off tonight. You killed. You did the best. I always had, want you to be honest with yeah, me. Yeah, you had the best set of the night. I might have a bad set just to do a heat check on you to see if you'll tell me if I did bad. I've seen bad sets of yours, yeah. you know? And I just yeah. and you, when you ask me, I just change the subject and talk about myself. I, yeah. So I, <laughs> And you know what's happening. Yes. And then, but, but, but I, you know, we do that right. for each other. But you came in and you, you murdered. It was a tired crowd. You fucking murdered. You rocked. You crushed. That was the best set of the night, even better than the guys who were going on at 10, 11, 11 yes. 30. So, and, I, and I told you that right after. I, I even called you the other day, so I just you know, want to shout out. I appreciate out. You, the you, call. I mean, it's it, a lot it was, to me. It was a, it's, what, it's funny when you're like, oh, my friend's funny. You know, because we see each other so much. You're like, oh, Sam's on cool. But like you were – I was laughing. Everybody – Rose was laughing. The, the ser- when the servers were laughing, the servers were laughing. I love Rose. I, I want I, 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 I tell you right now, I would uh, relapse to do coke out of her asshole. And would you quit comedy forever to marry her? No. Okay. But I do love her. I think she's phenomenal. I think someone's going to end up marrying her. She's just going to be like, I'll marry this guy. Do you think she'll cheat? She should be fucking dating like super celebrity people. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she's so hot. We have to have her on the show. Listen, uh, real quick, real quick. Let's uh, get into, uh, I want to tell this story. Can we take a breather? I feel like we're just going No, you take a breather. I'm going to talk. No, collective. So just let you know kind of how my life goes. Uh, so I'm doing this, uh, I'm doing a project with a friend of mine named Jay Davis, and I'm, I'm actually working on two projects with him, and he called me, I, I, I was calling him about Project B, and I call him and he answers the phone, which he normally doesn't do, and I'm like, oh, hey, Jay, what's up? He's like, what's up, Triple E? And then he gets right into it, and he starts blasting me about something that happened on pl- Project A. And he starts blasting me and blasting me. And even though I don't agree with what he said, I'm not going to get into it because he's not here to – he's just not here to defend himself. You know, his side of the thing. I will say that he – Can we get a call in next week? We could do that. But but that argument isn't really what the story is about. So I apologize. Tell him my point of view. Then we discuss Project B, which was what I had originally called about. But because 
Not because, uh, you know, I'm Armenian Italian. And anytime I feel like I've been disrespected. Right? Well, I've been on the other side of that, too. I, I, I feel I, it just ferments in my head. It just ferments. The armo comes out. The armo comes out, and it just, I, it's resentment, <laughs> oh, yeah. resentment, resentment. And I just start thinking of it, and it will start really small, and I kind of let it go. And I'll be like, you know, fuck that. You know, I, in my I head, but that. I let it go. I let it go. And then today I was leaving the dog park. This is hilariously awful. I'm leaving the dog park, and it just pops in my head, and it goes big in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point my thoughts are so loud, I'm screaming. In my car. <laughs> Fuck that! Fuck you! Blah, 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 blah. And About I'm holding, him? I'm holding, yeah. I, yeah. No, but arguing like what I was like, oh, you know what I should have said? Fuck you! <laughs> yeah. Fuck that! I'm driving and then I look down and my phone, the green light's up, meaning it's dialed and it's... It's running. I go, who the fuck fuck is this dialing? I hit the green. Jay Davis. I'm like, oh, my (laughs) God. So you said that to him? No, but I was just like, oh, fuck, fuck. I don't want you to know this. (laughs) I want to secretly hate you. Hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up. And I looked down, and I was so blessed, and it only ran for one second. So he got some of that, though. No. Most likely, we don't just know that. Ringing, no, right? you're hoping. So I'm back. But that's my life. There's no reason for my phone to have ran, just rang. And I love Jay, and I'm being honest with you. And if you wanted to come on and discuss it, I would be more than happy to. Uh, but, and it, I was just, my feelings are hurt. Uh, my feelings were hurt. Yeah. So I, for, I, I just resentment, and it just came up. And, you know me, I'll fucking bu- oh, and I'm yelling in the car while I'm driving. You know. And, yeah. And then for some reason, my fucking phone dialed his number. That that's a, he needed to hear it. No, he didn't. Because I understand where he's coming from. I don't agree with it, but I understand where he's coming from. So I apologize. We moved on. But that was uh, I thought that was hilarious. Dude, that's fucking hilarious. I, I was uh, working at a restaurant one time, and uh, and I walked in to take a piss. And I, w- I went into the stall because I don't pee at the stalls. I went into the, the, the private. I can't pee at the stalls. I just it, Pee won't come out. I just don't feel safe. And uh, so I was working at Cafe Home. Oh, fuck. I don't even remember what it was called. Uh, uh, home restaurant. And... Uh, and I was peeing, and this guy came in. Come in. Oh, oh UPS. Delivery. <laughs> to all things comedy. Right, thank you. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. You have anything to shout out? This is a UPS guy. What do you, you want to we're, – we're, we're going live. What do you want to say? Any shout-outs to UPS? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a girl? What's your first name? Louie. Shout-out to Louie Louis. from fucking all, UPS. All the UPS Okay, shout-out to all the – are you a Dodgers UPS fan? Are, come over here really quick. Really quick. Really quick. Just get in here. We got a U- – <laughs> Just give a shout out, Louis. Give a shout out, Louis. This is our our FedEx guy. No, UPS. Oh, Jeez, UPS guy, man. Oh, sorry, our UPS guy. Don't get a twisted. I'm brown, not blue. <laughs> oh, damn, brown pride. I want to say what's up to my wife. She's at home. Her name's Emily. All right, Emily. All right, Emily. Shout and my, out. And my little girl Isabella. Shout out. Be That's safe it. out there, buddy. Exactly. Be, Be safe. safe. Be safe. Drive safe. Thank Look how he's probably got great calves. Look at those calves. All these UPS guys got the best calves, dude. I bet you they get. Take care, man. Later, bro. I I, I don't want to say anything why because his wife, most likely not listening, but probably getting UPS guy. If you're good looking, probably getting ton of ass. Oh, they, without a doubt. Delivering the boxes to the boxes, if you know what I'm talking about. This so this guy, I was taking a piss, and this guy goes in to wash his hands, right? And he doesn't know I'm in there, and he goes, "Oh yeah, you're my brother. You think you're fucking better than me? You ain't better than me, man." He's like, "I might be your little brother, but I'm better than you." Um. Is that your brother? That's my brother. That's my brother, dude. He wants to call in. Call, let him call in, dude. My brother's freaking out in the Caribbean right now. Okay, let's give so him So this another. guy, so, all right, all right. 
Yeah, Wait. tell him to call in. Well, what's the Skype real quick? So this guy, so so I walk in on this guy, and he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, you, oh, what's up? I didn't know there's anybody in there. He goes, you think I'm fucking crazy, huh? My, I go, no. He goes, my brother really pissed me off. He's at the table. I'm just venting. I'm like, bro, you couldn't have said this to. I can I can I confess one thing that's really weird. Yeah. So I have a hard time peeing sometimes because I get in my head. Because you because because you're rock hard. No. <laughs> No. So can I just tell you something weird? I don't smoke weed. I'm okay. seven years sober. But one time I was sitting there trying to pee. Yeah. And I was like, man, what's up, dude? And I started talking to myself like a black guy. I talk to myself all the time. So so let, let me just say, so I go, I go, man, I smoke bud, dude. And so, and as soon as I said that, I just started pissing like a stream of piss. So like, that's weird. So the next time I'm trying to pee and I just go. Man, I smoke bud, dude. And I pee. So whenever I pee, I just say, hey, man, I smoke bud, dude. And that's how I pee. Ken, remember Ken? You're Ken, your buddy Ken, our buddy Ken. I was at his house one time working on a video, and I was like, I smoke bud, dude. And he goes, what, you want to smoke bud? I thought you were sober. And I was like, oh, I was just saying. He's like, well, why did you say that? Are Are you offended that I smoke bud? And he goes, my brother's on the line. And I go, no, dude, I have to say I smoke bud, dude, to pee. <laughs> is that weird? I never yeah, talked, admitted that to anybody before. You, on the line, on the Donut Time Celebrity Hotline, please welcome Scott, Scott Randolph. Scott, that's me, guys. How are Greetings, you? We're glad Scott. you're on the Greetings, show. Mom from the Caribbean. You're I, in the Caribbean. I was what worried about you, dude. I didn't hear from you for a day, and I thought something happened. Yeah, no, I'm good, man. It's safe as can be out here. I, I, I think. Um, you think? Saint Vincent. Uh, yeah, I'm in St. Vincent in the Grenadines, and I just came from Barbados. So, dude, did you bone some Italian model? I did. She was super hot. Oh, what? Jesus can you just can you Christ. just lead us up? My brother gets the hottest it's, pussy in the I world. I just got to live vicariously through you. My brother. No, dude. it was weird. It was weird. You know, you know, uh, I was earlier like when I travel, I, I like to get in touch with God, and like I've been praying a lot out here. And, and that day, I was like, man, you know what? Like, I just I, I surrender, you know, and and and. Whatever path you want to take me on, just go for it. And uh, so basically, dude, God's on. path was four wheeling on some Italian pussy. Is that what it is? Yeah, dude. It was just so 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 immediately after that, I went to the beach and I went for a swim and I had the GoPro out and I saw this girl, and I really just wanted a photo because I have this split lens. Long story, I have this special kind of camera that like um, it splits the half water and half sky, so you can kind of tell like what. Anyway, so I saw this girl and I said, hey, would you mind holding the camera right here? And she said, yeah. So so she did. And then we started talking and I just said, hey, you know, where are you staying? And turns out she was staying in the same hotel I was. And the Lord we works pr- in strange, mysterious ways. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, oh, my God. And so, like, we just hit it off and we hung out for the last couple nights. And it was great. You uh, boned it once? No, like six times. Oh, do, 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 you, do you like to do the wake up in the morning, roll over while she's sleeping, and just hit it? Well, I can't really sleep when, like, somebody else is in the bed. And, like, really? I have a hot, nah, sometimes. But, like, when, when I have a hot, like, you know, model next to me, like, I'm kind of hard <laughs> the whole night. And so, like, <laughs> I just brother... rolled over and boned her all throughout the night. So, this, so for those of you that don't know, this is Scott Randolph, my brother. Scott has been getting pussy from day one. Even day be- even one. before puberty, he was, like, calling not- – he was the kid. Like, I always had the drug problem, and Scott was always the womanizer. Like, he was little pre-puberty, buck teeth, kind of like little, like, puppy dog dude. And he we would catch him, like, calling 900 numbers. Like, Scott, you've been a perv from day one, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I remember my mom caught me in like seventh or eighth grade telling some girl to wear no panties in school. Yeah, and she like, but she like kicked down the door and she was just like, "What?" And I just like started crying. Like, I don't know, you know, I was watching Spice since like six. No, remember, remember, because when I worked at Hustler, I would take a video home a day, and then your your room turned into just. We had a hundred thousand dollars of the porn in my brother's room, and then one day it's gone. it's gone. Remember, Scott? I'm so gone, dude. I used to get just busted for that. Shit. Yeah, because I would bring over the sickest videos, and my brother's room had a lock, so in a DVD, so we would just beat off in there. And so then, we like, dude, the, the closet just turned into like because Larry Flint Publications. When I was an intern there, they didn't pay me, but they're like, "Look, we got a porn room. You could take whatever you want." So I'd filled up a book bag every five days a week. So that book bag, a book bag full of DVDs, all of a sudden, dude, we just got like, it looked like a video store in my dude. brother's room. And my mom just, did something happen, right, my, Scott? My mom, my mom. You, you want, okay, you want to say what happened? Okay, go on, go on. No, go ahead. Are you, I, I don't know what happened. No, <laughs> can I say your secret or no? What secret, dude? Well, no, oh, no, I don't know what you've been talking about. Well, so Okay, so one day it's gone and I was fucking freaking out. Cause I walked in and it was gone, and then you're like, "It's gone! It's fucking gone!" And I and like I used to be abusive and kind of crazy, and I was like, "Dude, you fucking threw away a fucking million dollars of the porn!" And you're like, "It's all gone! It's never coming fucking back!" And I, and I and I was like, grabbed you, and you're like, "What's up? It's gone! It's sick shit!" And so like so like for like six months, I was like, "Dude, my brother just threw away." 4,000 DVDs, dude. And then, and then, like, we got drunk together at a bar, and you're like, you want to know why the porn's all gone? <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Desperate times cost the def- desperate measures. You got, yeah, dude, you got caught. What my, happened? Can we say it? Yeah, go ahead. My mom caught him be- beating off, dude. That happened to me one time. My, That's never happened to me, My dude. mom never caught me beating off. But my roommate had a gorgeous girlfriend, and he had a VCR, and I had some porn, so I thought he was out. Yeah. So I went in his room, I started beating off, and then he fucking walked right in with his girlfriend, and I had a fistful oh. of fucking danger in my hand. <laughs> what were you, dude? Yeah, when I got caught, like I had like six porn spread out all over the bed, so like the only thing in my peripherals was just like naked chicks everywhere. My mom walked in, and she was just like, "Oh, honey." How, dude, God, dude you, just, you just fainted, oh, huh? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Your mom saw so, you beating off. So Scott just goes... Like, she saw, yeah, she saw me from the back. It was like my pants <laughs> out of my ankles. <laughs> and so then, so then you just threw away everything. You just filled up a trash can, right? Yeah. Unbelievable, bad, dude. dude. Uh, well, Scott, I, I love you, man. It, you know, Scott's out there. We like... We're, we're bad boys, international bad boys. My brother is an international he bad boy. Sounds I mean, like dude, he goes to different countries, model ass around the world, dude. Around and like, the world, you know, he he tours with Steve. And my brother was kind of telling me he's like, I was like, hey, dude, look, a girl in my DM wants to have sex. And my brother's just like, homie, check out my DM, dude. At any given time, my brother will have like how many in your DM in your Instagram? All of them, Scott. Yeah, like. 12 to 13. Oh, models who are just God. like, please come over and fuck me. Oh. How do you stop, Scott? I blame this on the fact that my mom humped a guy you with just, bad angles. You <laughs> just got to erase all. Hey, guys, international bad boys, I got a question for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the only flights out of here is to Gr- Grenada, and from there, do I go to Colombia or do I go to Jamaica? Oof. Jesus Christ. I- I'm going to go Colombia. You're not That's scared great. of Colombia, Scott? I'm not. Why? No. I don't know. I, not really. 
My brother's down, dude. Dude, Columbia's, dude, they. Only problem is I'm carrying around a drone with me. So, like, I'm just kind of a target. No, I would do it, dude. I don't think cool. people are that bad. I mean, you don't want to go to Mexico because they're crazy out there. There's certain countries don't go. I think Colombia. I think those places like they walk after white people because if white people start getting kidnapped, their tourism dies and they lose a lot of money. And the only reason Jamaica, it's like you don't smoke weed and you. I don't know if you're in the red gang. You're not like a white European chick who's just going there to get black dick because that's really what yeah. a lot of people do. They just they're just going there for big black. Do you know that's part of the tourism? No, white women go there to just get stuffed uh, to get fucked by, by that black, Jamar by neighbors. Jama- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. And then they That's fall in love with these girls. What they do is these girls get hooked on their dick smack, right? Yeah. And these guys drain their bank accounts. No shit. Yeah, hear me, hear me, man. You know. So don't take it in the ass. Um, Scott, where yeah. can, where can our listeners find you? Because you have adventures. You go. Your Instagram's off the hook. Where where do they find you? How do they find you on Instagram and, and Facebook? Yeah, and all you that? guys could uh, find me at Scott Randolph eighty three on Instagram. Um, how do you spell I guess it? Same way. Okay, it's S C O T T R A N D O L P H in the number eighty three. Scott lives in all my adventures. All of his adventures. He lives an interesting life. Girls hit him up on his DM. Good looking guy. And he likes to have <laughs> no, fun. Don't. No, don't. He's trying not. That's when you know you're next level when he's trying not to fuck models. Yeah. Well, no. You know when you're next level when you're so bored of fucking models, you start fucking men. That's well, when you know you're next level. Well, dude, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen to me yeah, out here. So yeah, funny. yet, dude. But I will say, I was watching like, like I told you, my friend, my old friend Dodd, he would he would watch like the European soccer games, and he was just like staring at the Italian guys. He's like, look at that perfection, and he's like, he's like, girl, Argentina versus Italy. You're telling me that that's not a, you're not gay, but that's, dude. And so I started getting into it. Like I wouldn't fuck those dudes, but like, dude, watch some Italian soccer players. That's like a Ferrari. It's not my this kind of car. This got sorry, weird, this sorry, 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 Sam. Now, I'm like five o'clock shadows and they're just like hair's perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Man, if you're a Brazilian or a like Italian psycho- soccer player. That's top of the food chain. Dude, that is top of the human food chain. I think the only thing that competes with that is NBA basketball player. Like those are the yeah. two, but I don't even think basketball players. But this is a different thing. No, this is a different it. thing. But um It's so funny because you see chicks in LA, you're like, oh, that's NBA pussy. Scott, you want you want to talk about your girl situation right? at all? Yeah. No. All right. I'm okay. All right, cool. Well, Scott, when you're back in, you. uh, come back. We'd love to have you back in We'd love the to have you on as a guest. I'm glad you guys are back to uh, loving each other as brothers, and uh, you're always welcome on. Yeah, Scott, I love you. I would love to have you on the guest because, I mean, you're an international bad boy if there ever was one, and your adventures are, are just top fucking notch. Scott, you're the well, best. I just have one thing to say. It's international. <laughs> bad, bad boys, boys are, are not, not at home. home. All right, call us from Columbia <laughs> next right, week, guys. buddy. Love you. Yeah. Can Later. you get the Italian girl to go international bad boys for us? Record it. Uh, I left the country. Oh. Yeah, that's what bad boys do, bro. That's he left the countries. Bad All right, later, Scott. Love you. Later, um, guys. Wow, a whole bunch of crazy shit going on. Join us in the studio just now. And you can still do your stuff and have the guy call in. He could be part of it. Uh, I love this guy. He's a good friend of mine. We've been friends since Christ was a kid. Uh, Both of us have been on this Hollywood black belt list for a little while, but we're back in the game. Because I tried to book him a couple times, and he said no, and then I told him that you're done in Hollywood. But Oh, now, oh right, now, yeah, now yeah, we, on this show. I was yeah. like, wait, when? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please welcome John Huck. Hi, everybody. John, I, what I'm is sorry. your podcast, by the way? It's called Hollywood Anonymous. Okay, and yeah. where can they find it? You can find it uh, at the All Things Comedy Network, um, iTunes, 
uh, America? Can yeah. you find it in America? Yeah, you just type it in. SoundCloud. So John... SoundCloud, I, yes, yeah. SoundCloud. I've been trying to get John on the show, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's like, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. Because well, John and I were talking some crazy drug stories. I think John kind of thought seconds about about telling these stories. We've ruined our careers on this show. No, we so. haven't, dude. No, we're, no, we're, we're going no, we the have future. Not. We have not. We are the future. Yeah, yeah. And did, was I supposed to wear sunglasses? Yes. Were, yeah. Ah, shit, I didn't know. Okay, that's, okay. that's all right. That's okay. It's opening day. You're feeling good. Ooh. Ooh, I am feeling good, I'm man. sure you I'm are. I'm feeling really good. It's a good time to be a I'm, Cubs fan. I'm bummed I can't go to Anaheim tonight. Why can't you? Uh, I'm going to see uh, Quincy uh, Jones is shooting oh, his yeah, HBO yeah. special. Oh, yeah, yeah. I asked him so, for that. Yeah. I go, hey, dude, are there any tickets left? He's like, nigga, that's been, we've been sold out for fucking three weeks. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, man. Am I allowed to make eye contact with you still, ass fuck? <laughs> No, he, we had him on our show, and then uh, we just asked him for two tickets. That's great. He had him. I think so. it'll be fun. I'm very happy for him. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's exciting. But I figured I, I got to do that. I was going to try to go to uh, the uh, last ex- exhibition game um, at uh, at Anaheim yesterday, but that didn't pan out either. So That's fine. That's yeah, good. These are good stories, everybody. We're glad you're here. Yeah, yeah, glad you're They're great. So, really real just quick, gripping. You... Said somebody was going to call in? Yeah, I don't think they did. They called in. They needed... Oh, Jordan Wright. Hey, man. Sorry. Just woke up. I'll try another time. Oh. oh. Tell him to call in now. Um. Okay, let's see. Tell him to call in now. All right. So John and I were uh, we were doing a weekend in uh, in La Jolla. And we that had was a fun, great man. weekend. Yeah, we, that was a lot of fun. We sold out two uh, shows on Saturday, which is the wow. first time in the years I've done that that I sold out two shows now. Yeah, that was great, man. You know? Yeah, you should be happy with that. And Ryan always... Ryan, the manager, who I love to death... He's always like, oh, it's probably going to be a slow fucking week. He does that to me every fucking time because he knows I'm mentally fucking fragile. All Everybody who rolls through there, I'm sure he does that too. Uh, everybody just is just like, with? I mean, not just a fuck with. It's almost like, look, man, it's just, it might be a slow weekend. Kind of like, don't, I, I, took, I look at it as more as like, don't sweat it. It'll be okay. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. That's I not think. comedy club, man. And he's so funny because his, nothing de- is matters. The numbers don't matter in La Jolla. Do you know what I'm saying? What do you like, mean they don't matter? Like, well, any other I mean, club, if they, they were do matter. Dismal, I, mean, I mean, they wouldn't yeah. send you down if you got 10 people, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's not necessarily the club where they're like, uh, you know, a fucking funny bones that's got 700 seats. Well, the, they don't pay for the club, though, dude. You know what I mean? Those people paid to get in. Oh, like, uh, we got a call? Yeah, we got a call. We got a call. We'll get into this story. We got a call real quick. Hi, you're on the Donut Time Celebrity Hotline. The Donut Time. Hotline. Located on Highland and Santa Monica. Voted number one bear claws in L.A. If you can't find it, ask the trannies. Who's this? This is Jordan. How y'all doing today? Hi, Jordan. Jordan. How Jordan, are you? Jordan is a listener. He said, Steve, I got something to tell you. You want it to be on a personal call or on the show? And I said, on the show. Then he overslept the spot, Jordan. We don't play that. Bad boys wake up. Bad boys wake up on time. <laughs> they show up. They take care of business. Bad boys sound like Boy Scouts. Yeah. 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 They're Eagle we Scouts. scouts. We're, we're always prepared. Spread Eagle we're thr- Scouts. We're thrifty. We're, we're trustworthy. Yeah. We're and clean, we'll fuck. Brave. Yeah. Like Kevin Bacon in a camping movie. So what's going right. on, dude? This are you, you got a problem with Steve? I don't know, not at all. Um, a couple of weeks ago on the, um, I think it was the Nick Petrillo episode. Uh, Steve, you sounded really. I think because you're stressed out from the week on the road with Brody and this uh, all that, and the week after that, you sounded so much better, man. And my big thing was, no, nothing against you, nothing against Brody. You're hilarious. He's hilarious. Love you, Bill. But why, it seems like you're seeking his approval so oh, much. Great point. And I get it. Everybody needs everybody needs somebody to look up to, especially you up and coming in the industry. But it's almost like if you lose his approval, you lose everything. 
Oh my goodness! Like why? Why is it so? Why are you so insecure? I think I know why. Why? Because you're a comedian exactly. and, and in I'm, Los I'm Angeles. It's just yeah. Well, that's like, you. You're hilarious. You don't need his approval or nothing. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for saying. Yeah, I didn't expect this on the call. Well, thank you. I I really needed to hear that. I love Brody. He's one of my favorite comics. But you know, we could just replace Brody with anybody. I need Sam's r- approval or John's approval. I like. Yeah, that's something to look at, man. I'm really look. I'm really looking at that, and you know, I God. But but also in any industry. People want the approval of their peers. Yes, and and like yeah, right. we, we, and, and what I we understand just, that. Yeah, it's just like well, he's just saying, dude, you got like a little belief in yourself. But I also yeah, I, I agree with what he's, yeah. I mean, I don't actually know. And the whole Brody's story, so crazy, in, which I'm not afraid to say anymore. Brody's fucking crazy, <laughs> and it's just like. You're, you're trying to get love from a crazy person. Well, I, I love Brody, and I, I, I think love Brody too. I, I, I don't know if I love him. I'm kind of angry at him, but ooh, <laughs> I, I I love yeah, Brody. I said nothing against nothing against. I'm him not at against all. Brody, or, but or you. It's just Brody's notion like, that he doesn't have to do my fucking podcast because he's too fucking busy. Well, just to let Brody fucking remember, he jacked a whole fucking episode idea from the Naughty Show for his TV show. So oh, to sit there and say that my shit is wow. in Jordan, fire. you know, and that's triply shots fired. I'm just tired of this shit. Oh, man. Uh, hey, Brody. Uh, that was my bike have broken down yeah, on the way to this? That thing. wasn't this, me. This is, uh, the, this is the opinion of Sam Tripoli. No way. But it hurts my feelings, you know? I had him on before. It went weird because he got sensitive with me. I love Brody. Apparently, there's a couple people who have issues with me. I don't know why, because I bend over backwards to show them respect. And it, there's some issues. And that's it right there. For Brody to say he's too fucking busy for my, my podcast is fucking ridiculous. Well, when it, he jacked a fucking story idea for a show and then didn't even invite me to the fucking series premiere party that he had. So, I mean, it is what it is. Wow. Wow, Jordan. Well, Jordan, I uh, <laughs> hope you're happy. Yeah. Uh, Dude, you, you see what you did, Jordan? <laughs> so that's my story. And from this well, day forth, that, nothing so. shall be the same. <laughs> thank you, Jordan, for calling in. Jordan, thank well, you hey, hey, thank you. I, I really needed to hear that. I do seek the, the approval of others, and I make them my house. Which is normal, but you also need to know it. You need to believe in yourself. Like I said, everybody's got somebody I to look up to. But I would love to go on the road with Brody. And I'm actually hoping flying out to Ontario, California around 4th of July. So if you all have any shows around that, I may be able to squeeze out for one of the to come to one. So you're, 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 you're already close to Hollywood. Just make the hour drive into Hollywood. We'll show you some love at the Comedy Store. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I'll try to come out. Awesome, Jordan. Thank you so much. And Thank you so you know, much. I had a blast with Jordan on the road. Yeah, uh, with you Jordan, guys with have Brody fun. on the road. I would love to go on the road with him yeah, again. He's a should. great mentor to me, and I have no beef. I love him. I don't yeah. have a beef with him either. But the, I, except for the fact been that he's very nice to me. Yeah, you guys I feel love like I'm him. At a press I love conference. him too. This I, is Sam versus Brody here. No, no I don't think so. I don't give Look, a shit. Here's here's one so thing that I think I so think that who said that? I did. Oh, Aaron. I like Brody. I like Brody. But you know what, man? Like, that fucking wasn't very nice to say that. If you're too busy to come on, that's cool. I understand you're too busy to come on. I was too busy to come on for a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, not really busy, just really, I couldn't, I I was, yeah, I was busy. But the point is, it's like, I get it. People work and they can't come on the podcast all the time. But to sit there and act like you're too good for it, then fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. Okay. All right. Um, Fuck. I don't give a shit. Tonight at 11. Good times. <laughs> so the whole point was our so we were talking about stories of partying. We won't get into the exact things that right, we were talking right. about yes. partying because. And then you're like, you got to do the podcast, and I was like, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. 
I get it. I get it. We're really. I just We're really think, raw here. Yeah. No, no, which I love, which I, I appreciate. And right. I would never want to come on and and if, if what was expected of me was to be 100% open about stuff, I don't know if I could, if it was that topic, I don't right, know. Right, right, right. But you, we used to party back in the day, right? Yeah, man, I like to party, dude. Yeah, like you ever party. get in crazy places when you partied? I mean, I know you told a great story on uh, This Is Not Happening, but. Well, that was, yeah, that was, that was just, that was, I think just beer, unless I was drugged. That was literally just a bunch of German beer. Cause you like you go for it. There's there is the issue that when I have like one beer, I'm like, all right, I'm probably yeah, I have, I used to like, work your Buffalo Wild Wings. You would come in and get fucked up at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, I oh used yeah, to work there. Yeah, first when I, when I would watch sports there, I would go yeah. and get annihilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would yeah, see. For you, sure. Yeah, and I would sit I would there through, all through. Yeah, all through football games <laughs> and shit, and just watch a Bears game and get blacked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and, but sometimes I go for it, and other times I'm like, you know, I was very casual the other night. I had a cocktail. Said hello to people. It was, you know, it was like uh, I don't have to go crazy anymore. Yeah. But every, but when I do, when I, when the when the mission is like, hey, let's go out for beers. It's like okay. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm not. Your gonna, eyes I just lit that. up when you said. Well, that, I'm just like yeah. I'm not gonna be like, okay, yeah, we're going out for beers, like two beers. No, when when, when my friends are like, we're going out for beers. It's like we're going out. We're, I get it, dude. Yeah, yeah. For but how many? See, beers? that's why I can't do that because I, I'm not like a let's have a beer guy. Right. Beer right. is not enjoyable like one <laughs> one is not enjoyable one is like oh i had a beverage let's yeah. go home i'm like i want to drink all the beverages do all the coke and fuck all the chicks and i want every night to be led zeppelin on tour back in fucking 72 me too like See, that's I, all uh, I, it's either nothing or everything i had six months sober one time and i went with this girl that i that i really want to sleep with for a long time she was like let's go to the red lion in uh los Feliz, wherever the fuck that is yeah yeah glendale uh, boulevard or whatever glendale boulevard Great boulevard bar, boulevard yeah it's really cool and so like i went there and i, I used to like spot an optimator i like these like weird dark beers and and uh and i I remember I had six months off heroin, alcohol, everything, and I went with her, and I was about to get laid, too, and I took – this is how I was like, wow, I got a fucking problem. I took four huge gulps, hadn't drinking in six months, and then the little voice was like, bitch, get out of here. You know what we want. And I went into the bathroom, called my heroin and coke dealer, Oh wow. came back, and I said something – terrible just happened she's like oh my god i was like dude we don't know what's going on with my family or like you know my mom or my sister oh wow you played those cards and then she i was like i need to go now that's dangerous karma buddy yeah i've been talking Um, a lot about that yeah but i mean that's alcohol i don't feel i it is karma if i was like that's i mean i was under the hypnosis of drugs and alcohol you know what i mean right 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 i've been talking a lot about how i've been using i remember what i said exactly it was something maybe it wasn't well you you needed her to believe that it was time to go you had to get the fuck out yeah i don't know you're i i don't know if it was my family but it was something where like hey a friend's dead or like you know like yeah yeah yeah. i always use just use somebody who is already uh, dead dead. like like if i I was like oh my dad died and they'd be like oh my god that's terrible like in 2009 but you don't say that part and you just run away (laughs) deaths in the family get out shit i didn't want to do as long as it's somebody who's already dead because i'm a fucking liar dude and i've been going through this last week i use lying i've been using lying the same way you use drugs and alcohol especially drugs and avoid the reality to avoid emotional fucking any kind of emotional uh blowback that I get from my decisions. So I never use I never use drugs and I never use lying to gain. I use it to get away from dealing with the wreckage. So I'll lie to get out of stuff. And I'll just lie, 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 lie. And this is what I'm working on now. Yeah. Is they that I, I'll lie, lie, lie and, and then it just tsunamis me. And then I'm like, 
fuck. And then I get angry because I've been caught. So I go armo crazy on everybody. And I, I Kaiser so say, and I fucking I go armo crazy. Yeah, he's That's been just, armo crazy this podcast. I was going to say this. I go fucking Kaiser Sose on everything where I, I burn the village, I'm shooting the family, and I don't give a fuck because I got caught in these lies. Because I use lies the same way I use drugs, not to deal with emotion. And that is the title of his sex tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going full armor. Dude, can I just admit something right now, too? Yeah. I have five dead Facebook friends, and I keep inviting them to my fucking comedy shows. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do those invites like, show up on their timeline? Because yeah, that would be genius. Yeah. Like, hey, does someone should tell Steven that he's not around anymore? I've been checking them into places. Like, I, at CPK with Tommy. I've seen know? I've seen people uh, post happy birthday for real. Like, yeah, it's, and, it's and mean it on some, but But not know they were dead. Oh, like man. I've seen it when they know, like R.I.P. Miss you, miss you, miss you, all that. But then uh, there's people like, "Hey, I came on here to say happy birthday. What happened to so and so?" It's like, oh. uh, like two years ago, oh, I had a massive man. heart attack. Oh, mama mia! The older you get, the more heroes you lose, dude. Uh, it oh, is well, so yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's part of that's part of it. Like that's part of life, though, man. That sucks. It man. is a part of life. When, and when they start going, it seems like they go so fast. Do you They're think like, there's a peaceful oh, death? Yes. Do you think any death Heroin. is peaceful? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think like dr- like a dr- like a drug overdose would be peaceful in the sense that if you're already that plowed on heroin, yeah, go- going out is not. It's gonna be like it's probably like it's a little a, bit a warmer, transition. a little bit warmer, a little bit warmer. Yeah, now you're in the Civil War. Yeah, or yeah. like wherever you come out, medieval uh, times. Right, if you're medieval times. <laughs> there was a, a video going around about a girl, a woman who died, came back, and she came back. She's telling what she saw, and that she saw everything. What did she see? Everything. Tell us, please. She instantly was anywhere she wanted to be. She was watching her brother in India get on a flight while she was in China. She's watching him get on a flight. It's like you just become. The I'm universe. telling you, you become. You, it's all energy, dude. When you like, what leaves your body is is your energy. Like, what, it's it's to me. I this is what I think, and this is what I've been thinking about lately. And I don't know if I'm Why? baked or Why what. Why you been thinking about this? Just because, man. I started having these crazy fucking like. I would start to drift off, and then I would start imagining I was trapped in a coffin, and I was like buried underground. Oh. And I was like, okay, what is this? And then I started imagining, what if I was buried with like my fiance? And I was like, whoa, no! And like it was just so uncomfortable because like, I get I get like rest like my leg moves. Like knowing your I, fiance, knowing women, they'd be angry that leg. you were didn't want to be with them while you were buried alive. Dude, the whole thing. I was just, I, I would just I couldn't I couldn't. Get Why to do you sleep mean you don't want to be with me buried alive? <laughs> but like What's running. Out of oxygen slowly, like with somebody like right here on your face, like oh, oh my god, god. I'd so eat their like, face. So it's like it was really making me uncomfortable. So <laughs> I started to think about why I was so, and I was like, well, I definitely don't want to be buried when I when I die. That seems I, the worst. That does seem the worst, man. Just uh, the claustrophobia alone, dude. I don't like small cars. I don't like small rooms. It's like I can't imagine being in a box. Uh, but I think like the next step of our evolution is we shed this, and then we're just the energy. Well, you know I've what al- I mean? I've always thought the uh, energy that we're all connected. Like, there's that yeah. whole... Oh, yeah. Star uh, stuff. We're all... If the Big Bang is like all... we became. Neil deGrasse Tyson, that mm-hmm. whole the most astounding fact. It's on my Dude, website. I love that guy. Yeah. I Black Jesus? Love that guy. Dude, I love that guy. Like, yeah, I listen great. to that podcast. I love that guy. Yeah, Black, guy, yeah, he's Black Jesus is the shit, dude. Oh, man. But he has that thing about how, like, the, the crucibles of the, you know, the... The beginning of the of the universe is in each one of us, and yeah, like, yeah. you know when you die, what's what's it? You lose eight ounces. What's it? Four ounces or something like? Yeah, you weigh less than grams. You did. Or yeah, 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 yeah. You weigh what's that? Twenty one grams. Twenty one grams. grams. Right. The title of that movie, right? Yeah, right. that's how you. Know. I do believe yeah. that there's energy, and that's why, like ghosts, when people are like, "This place is haunted," it's always it's- following a violent death, where like the transfer of your energy. 
hasn't gone. Yeah, you, there's a disruption when you get absorbed back in the universe. That that something traumatic happens. You're living in the past. That. No, no, no. The, the, okay. Here's the universe, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's our soul. When you die, your soul becomes a universe. Something traumatic happens that stops that. It, st- it stops it in the middle somewhere. Yeah, and now your energy is disconnected from the universe. And now you're just the spirit fucking wandering. But hopefully, oh. hopefully they'll, those those spirits can fight, get to, can become the, the yeah, energy. Yeah, there's something to do something. Yeah. Like Remember Danny, who we had a psychic on here, too. He, he does that ceremony where he'll push people back to the other side. He started calling a guy into this very room that had passed away um, and, and gave us instructions, on, and we never followed through with it. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> you do more seances. But I was always talking about fan jokes. More yeah. seances. Yeah, the way that Sam just said that, he just like, we should do more seances. <laughs> like, we should pack another bowl, bro. Well, it's, yes. Hey, bro, That's so more funny. seances. Isn't it funny dude? that, on like, fire everywhere today. in L.A. is uh, haunted, no matter where you're at? You're like, but yeah, dude, this place but, is haunted. But it's like, you think it's about Panera Bread. But what you just said. Everybody comes here to get their fucking dreams there's, smashed. There's probably a lot of interference from your energy leaving your body to get into the universe. Everybody comes here because they want something, and most of us don't get it. Yeah, no. Well, we get in degrees, but if you have a, if you have, I want to get. I am receiving. If you have to be Vince Vaughn to be happy, oh well, no, come on. Then you'll never be happy. I better be Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what the one thing people mistake me for. One person people mistake me for. I see that. Yeah, I I hear hear that a lot. Vince Vaughn. Hey, Vince. Oh, oh, John Huck. Sorry, and then they they know who I am. The other night, yeah, they know who I am definitely right away. Someone said that Vince Vaughn and John Favaro aren't friends anymore. Did you hear that story? I have not heard that story. I can't believe that. They were so thick as thieves forever. I mean, that happens, dude. People that are, does you happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's like someone- Look at me and Brody. I was just about uh, to say, yeah, dude, yeah. what if John Favreau went on his podcast and went fucking ape shit on Vince Oh, Vaughan? my God. And he was like, you know what, dude? I think I'm done. You know, yeah. dude, a lot of people listen to this podcast. But here, here's the deal. I've What I always liked about you is that you say whatever you feel like saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you're, you're fine. Do you want to tell a story? Yeah. I think I do. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna cry? No. Though just this is a little ditty. I might I might tell this on the crab feast, but it's it's just. Uh, don't tell, tell the story you're gonna tell on the crab feast. Here's a prequel. Well, tell the story I... leading up to the story. Um. Boring. Did I tell the story about getting robbed by the same hooker twice in one day? Have I told that? You didn't story? tell it in. in it, you didn't tell it a hundred percent honest. You had a poopy finger. No. No, Sam. It's time. What? Oh. No, I'm not gonna get into all that, dude. The hooker was a was it was what a tranny. Yeah, he said it, dude. (laughs) Now we tell it in in its truthful entirety. Yeah, I did tell it. That's it. Okay, we'll just tell it. You got robbed by a tranny twice in one day. Yeah, the same one. Where did you pick her up again? Well, I was looking for drugs. Um, uh huh. And I uh, I was looking for drugs, and you know I, I was super- all the wrong. By places. the way, you shaking your leg looks like you're jerking off during the music. And he's barefoot me. right now. Right? It's dude. so he's weird. Barefoot. It looks like you're I'm fucking jerking That's off. We don't. We're not judging. Now I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna let John Huck lead the podcast. I feel like we got in some leave? weird shit, no, and you're lead. not comfortable with oh. it. What do you mean? Okay, I, I just wasn't sure if you were uncomfortable. Oh, or... dude, I'm I'm comfortable, dude. I'm just yeah, I, a little bit stoned. And I, I uh, uh, was I was doing drugs and I fucking no, you were looking wa- for drugs. You were doing, yeah, I was do- relapse. I'd relapse. You were looking for more. So were you relapsed. were you high? Were you high? No, I, meth. I, I I was uh, looking for it uh, for meth for, for speed. Yeah, Chris, yeah. okay, for any speed. any kind of speed. Speed. Give me that crank. Yeah, Whoa. and yeah, I was just like, because you know, I always make a joke that. Speed cured me of my cocaine problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you know? way cheaper. Right? Well, it's just it like, so you're like you do coke longer. and you're like, 
Oh, here, here's some speed. Like, whoa, what, what? Oh my god! Why am can I you even feel, doing that? Can you feel my teeth grow? I can. Oh my god, this is great. This is great. <laughs> so, I, I, uh, so I'm looking, and uh, I see by this. donut time. By donut. Swear time. Swear to God, right? Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually a couple blocks down. But I see this this girl I've seen walking before, and I'm like, okay, it's that's got to be a hooker at like. You know what time of day? It's literally like 10 a.m. Okay, yeah. that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. You like know, your drug I'm dealers like, won't call you back because it's too early. So I go and I, I pull up and I, hey, listen, and I go listen. I, I'm not looking to do anything. I just need, I just need to score. Oh, I got you, baby. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm here's 40 bucks, and here's another 20 for you just to keep. Oh, you got it, baby. And then she she, dri- she drives to the place. She jumps out, and I learned a valuable lesson that day. You don't give the money, dude. No. Well, you don't give the money. And two, if they grab their purse, they're not coming back. Yeah, you got to have a li- driver's license or, or a purse. You'll never get dri- They don't have driver's license. These fucking streetwalkers don't have driver's license. Yeah, some of them do. I, well, this one did. <laughs> she grabbed her thing. I wait 40 minutes, baking in the sun. Uh, Nothing. I'm when like, did you realize that she wasn't coming back? About 42 minutes into it. I was going to say. <laughs> All right. Okay. So then I, I take off, and I, I, uh, I'm i still jonesing, and I'm driving around, because during the day, there's nobody's out. No, dude. I see the same one. I'm like, you know what? There's no way this will ever happen again. You knew it was the same one. You knew, and you went back to her. I yeah. thought this was accidental, and you're like, oh, my God, it's the same no, chick. No, no. You That's knew, and you were like, of, yeah. there's... And what'd she say? She said... Baby, mean- I, I looked for you. Things got weird. I, I don't know. Well, can you help me out now? Oh, she's got to be like, this dumb motherfucker. <laughs> That's exactly what she was like. Yeah, she's like, she's she, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, bring uh, me back. Dude, gone again. Oh. Hey, did you ever see her again? No. Dude, one, one time... probably dead. <laughs> one, I was one say, time- she was probably killed on that drug deal. One, dude, I have a I have a fucked up story about that. Like, because I used to go into downtown to get heroin and on on a Fifth and Spring. It's now like gourmet coffee shops. Yeah, and that's that one little weird block in the middle. Crazy. of dirt town. Yeah. That's yeah. what I love about downtown. Whatever weird fetish drug you're into, there is a corner that specializes in that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I like fucking one legged fucking black trannies who fucking smoke crack. Oh, that's on. Oh yeah. Fourth and yeah, Figueroa. Yeah. Fourth, you and, know? fourth and Bixel. Go on down yeah, to Fourth yeah. and Bixel. Yeah, Dude, this this is a little creepy story. So I I go I go down and and I'm like fuck because I I there's a guy on the corner holding do- like these fucked up donuts and I was like <laughs> and I was like uh, how what do you mean fucked up like just what they they're just punched dirty, oh. yeah they're just dirty donuts dude they're just like the cut like you know just some crackhead with a sack of donuts yeah, dude. yeah, yeah I was like yeah. dude fuck yeah I got sacks this. of pastries yeah <laughs> so I'm like. And he was like, hey, he was like, hey man, like it was like this Puerto Rican like Mexican dude. He's like, hey man, I, I know you you looking for that tar. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. He's like, you know, I, all I had was like twenty bucks, was like five, four balloons. And he's like, he's like, cool. He's like, you know, wait, he, twenty bucks is four balloons? It was. This was in 2007. Oh, God yeah. damn. Now it's ten, ten each. But fucking uh, inflation. Yeah, it was cheaper then. It was. It was. It was There's so much down there before they cleaned it up. This is yeah. like 2005. You can Google it. Avenue Boys. Uh, Fifth Avenue, Fifth Street Avenue, where they they sold from the '60s to 2007 when they got busted. So I was down there. the The kid that was on the movie Bully, he was on a bunch of movies. Uh, he he overdosed, and oh, uh, we would see him down Renfro? there all the time. Yeah, Renfro. He was down there all the time, and like it was just crazy. And they would have like these ice cream truck SWAT teams 
arresting everybody and I would see them arresting everybody and I would just wait in my car and be like, I, I can't go home. I need the shit. So I'll wait till they arrested everybody and then you'd see the cockroaches slowly come back out and then I'll go out and be like, all right, this has got to be the safest time to. Right. You know, they were just here. They were just here. And like every once in a while, like there'd be like a random like undercover, like, hey, brother, you know where to get the stuff? And I'm like, dude, I'm, I would just go hide in my car. I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'd go hide. But so this one guy, this is just, this is just creepy. This one guy <laughs> with, the, with the donuts was like, was like, Hey man, I can go get you that stuff because no one was out, and he was like, "I know where the guy is," and he's like, "Just give me your twenty. I was like, "Nah, dude." And so finally, I'm sitting there waiting for sixteen minutes, smoke three uh, uh, Parliament lights. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Just like, fuck, dude, withdrawing. And he's like, "Look, here's what I'm gonna do." And he's like, "Dude, these are my donuts." He's like, "Take my donuts, dude. I'm gonna be back for the donuts." And so I gave him the twenty, dude. Forty five minutes later, he's not he's not back for the donuts. So I'm just like <laughs> withdrawing, holding this sack of fucked up donuts. Did on you start the, eating any of them? No, this is where it gets gross. Uh, so so this this the Alexandria Hotel. I guess it's a cool place. They have a comedy show there now. No, they not, no not anymore. Garrett Morris had a, a had a show there. So is it still infested with drugs and craziness? It was weird downstairs. I did it, dude. I went there. I almost went nuts and choked out Garrett. Garrett Morris one time. <laughs> Why? Because they booked me to do the weekend there. Right. And Saturday night, I guess they didn't sell a lot of tickets, right? <laughs> well, let me, let me just say, crack hotel. I've seen guys die in that building. Uh, uh, I was going to say, yeah, let that, Steven finish his... Well, that hotel, I would, my, I'm really claustrophobic, so my friends would be like, dude, we got to go in the Alexandria. And I'm like, I don't want to go in the Alexandria, man. Yeah. And, and like, so so in every one of those rooms was like like the movie, like The Professional. You know, there'd be like this fucked up, weird pedophile living with a 13-year-old, oh. a crack house. I mean, it was just bad, dude. And like, I, I one time I went to hook up, a guy was just laying dead fucking split open and he got pushed out the window and I just walked right, you know, I was like, fuck, too bad, so sad, you know. Yeah, better him than me. Yeah, I was on heroin and so there's just weird things were happening, you know, <laughs> that, you're on your last Christ. leg and that's why when I first got sober, they're like, oh, there's a comedy show. I'm like, at the Alexandria. So we, we were, I was like tripping, so I, would, I wouldn't want to go in there. They'd be like, hey man, you got to go to the third floor of the Alexandria. I tell my friends, I'm like, dude, I ain't, I ain't going up, that's how you die, dude. Like, I'm not going in a back room. I would always, I'm very claustrophobic so I'd always be like, hey, let's do it right out here. I'd rather go to jail then go four houses you know in in deep and then just yeah. get you know Shanked. So, so this guy never came back and i'm sitting there withdrawing i'm starting to like almost vomit i'm i'm like in sandals like ugh, like just <laughs> you know smoking cigs like i'm too withdrawing to even smoke anymore i'm holding a sack of fucking uh, of donuts and this old fat dude who who just had this child molester vibe came out and mm. he's like he's like oh those look like quite delicious donuts. And I was like, and he was living in there. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, man. And so he's just sitting out there, like looking at the sack of donuts. And I'm waiting for this guy that's never going to come back. And I'm like, oh my God, where's my life? I'm, I'm, I'm holding a sack of donuts outside the Alexandria. It's got scammed for 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks, dude. Like, I, I drove down here on fumes. My car's probably getting towed. I'm like, God damn it. And then he was like, I'll buy those for a dollar. And I was like, nah, dude. And so, like, I waited another 20 minutes. I was like, the dude is not coming back for sure. And he's like, he's like, I really would like those donuts. And and I said, okay, man, for a dollar, you could have the donuts. It, I He gave me the dollar. I gave him the donuts. He's like, 
the kids will really enjoy these. And he calls upstairs. He goes, hey, kids, I've got sweets. And all these little fucking kids out of this room were just like, oh, yum. And he just gave me this weird gleam look. And then he went back into the fucking building, dude. And I was like, oh, my God. Dude, I went. the worst story I've ever heard in my life. I I went in my car and I started crying, dude. I was like, what am I fucking doing? Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. That was crazy. And then I went back. I was going to say, did you score that day? Or yeah, no? I went back and scored. And then I, my favorite thing to do would be to listen to AM640 radio. Ken Shampo. I would just go and shoot up and listen to talk radio. So I went back to my house. I was like, that never happened. It's amazing <laughs> what you can talk yourself in and out of, huh? Every Yeah, I would yeah. listen to, like, who's the conservative lady? I would listen to Rush Limbaugh. I would just shoot up and listen to Rush Limbaugh. I just go off. I was, I was upset. Isn't that weird that, like, drug addicts would listen to conservative talk radio? It's just so, it's just so crazy to me that I it was just weird. You'd you be know? amazed at how many, like, people in the strip bar industry are Republican. They're business owners. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 They're yeah. business owners. It, it's, it's, you know... I had a I had a real estate friend who it, and I'll just say it like this: do politics, whatever, whatever your politics are. Someone asked him, someone asked him, "Are you Republican or Democrat?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm a Republican now." He's like, he was like, "I was a Democrat until I started making three hundred thousand a year. Now, right. now Republican." It's like, oh, you know, it has nothing to do with religion or homosexuality. It's like it's better man. taxes for me to be. A, I'm a Republican yeah. now. I get more back at the end of the year. Oh, okay. So that for a lot of guys, like they don't care about gay marriage or religion, but they're like, oh yeah, when when Bush is in office or someone like that, I, I get at the end, I get eighty thousand back instead of twenty thousand. So yeah, hey, that's where I do the punch card. So you know what I mean? I think a lot I of get the votes that. are like that. You know, I get that. I do get that. So that's what these strip club owners. They're not moral Republicans of like the, the religious right, but they're like, oh yeah, man, with get this strip club open, it's real hard during Democrat. They're they want, socially you know. progressive, financially conservative. Yeah. There are people like that. Yeah. I'm not against that. Yeah. You know, my broke ass, you know, I'm Democrat still. Yeah, exactly. I guess if I I have been flow from having money to what the fuck am I doing with my I, life? I'm 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 pro um I'm Monsanto. I just vote for Monsanto. What? I'm just kidding. I'm just having fun. Um so what do you got going on, Huck? You got any good stories? Huck, we of brought chaos? you into some weird shit. Yeah, dude, I know. I appreciate it. It's never that. gotten this weird. Uh, well, yeah, right. It's never. No. When I freaked out on Chelsea, it got real weird. That was I had weird. to apologize to Aaron before I left. That's wow. how weird it got. Wow, what happened? <laughs> so we want to relive that. Maybe. Yeah, well, no, Chelsea and I had an argument. I was like, you dumb fucking bitch, shut up. And every time she opened her mouth, I was just like, shut the fuck She was up. looking to fight, though. Yeah, that's and, a, and, and, that's and it just a got way quiet. Yeah. Uh, so do you that have was like our first this on your podcast? Does it get weird like this? Uh, I mean, not like this. No, it does get kind of weird. I mean, we we go we go deep. We get real. We're not. Uh, it's not all fluff. You know. I the only reason I talk about this is because one, I think that there's a lot of people that deal with fucking a drug and sex addiction. There's of so course. many. People I can't out stop there. beating the fuck off. You're stopped right now. You're doing all right. I was just trying to be positive. Okay, thank you. That is positive. Yeah, but, I'm just but he about thinks it. if he beats off a couple times a day, it's ruining his chi and he can't focus. on I'm it. not no. as funny on stage. Tell you that right now. Oh, because what you because you lose the anger. Because I yeah. I'll do that because I think it like at least I'm like I'm way more relaxed and just like all right whatever. <laughs> takes a little fucking oh, pressure off. So, yeah, it takes it takes. So yeah, it's just like I'm not as as pent up. I'm not like. I'm I've never like, seen you pent up. Are you pent up? No, have but you, you ever know what I mean. Pent up? No, but you know what I mean. When you, have, you haven't beat off in a long time, or you haven't had sex in a long time, you're kind of just like, Ugh, like everything. Yeah, that's just how annoying. it was. Chelsea, like, that's why that, that day I was like, shut up. Yeah, maybe you hadn't beaten off in like. Yeah, six but he hours. also does this crystals thing where he gets crystals done, and every time he did crystals, he had this weird energy. He hasn't done crystals in a while. You and might now have just got better. Back. Wow. Totally. So the crystals are having a negative effect, and the Aaron, uh, and, do you remember? 
Witchcraft. Crystals, post crystals, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Would you, you say Steve is negative? a lot more laid back when, since he stopped doing crystals? Absolutely. 100%. You think that was bad for me, Aaron? Oh, yeah. You just have weird energy when you came in with crystals. Your energy was always weird. You were a little more... I know you did that to relax, but you were way more fucking crazy. Wow. So do you want to tell your... Uh, do you have any... Do you want to tell the Bukaki story? Oh, my goodness. Is this too much? No. <laughs> Why do you guys... Well, am I like We're sensitive. We're sensitive. But so. I'm, not like a, I'm not like a prude or anything. You talk about whatever you want. It's your fucking show. I'm here to hang out. I'm not uh, like... I'm okay. not going to be like... I'm not going to go home and like cry and like call my mom. It was too much, mom. This Bukaki <laughs> stories. Oh, oh my the God. The Bukaki stories. There's so much cum. Bukaki. <laughs> so much cum. Okay, so do you think the girl in your video is still alive? Whoa. Um, what was her name, dude? Her name? Because we were just talking Bukaki. about how this one porn star just passed away. Oh, who? And this was Amber Rain. What? You know her? <laughs> you just got sad. She's old school, right? She's not that, that old school. Dude, when Savannah died, I got sad. Wait, um, what happened to Amber Rain? Like, and this was like a tribute picture they put out. Okay, well, <laughs> can we put that on our page? How fucking ridiculous That's is that? It's awkward. so ridiculous, That's right? It's like, well, what happened we're going to miss her. She <laughs> died in her sleep, which is Overdose. at 31 years old, died in her sleep. Come on. I'm not, I get it. It just another one bites the dust. No, yeah. dude. I, I wish her so well, and I wish she, she's happy. But can I tell the Bukaki story? Yeah. So, uh, so in 2005, during, this was the, the, the exact time period where I was was buying heroin downtown i was doing real estate the salad days the salad days the salad days yeah i love that the and, s- and salad I, days. I was i was <laughs> selling real estate and uh industrial real estate yeah and i was going downtown for heroin every day apparently you had a limp wrist too while you were doing <laughs> that- apparently these were your salad <laughs> did I, why did i do that why did i do that <laughs> all i can't keep thinking about this whole podcast is like i'm never gonna go on the road with brody again that's that wait that, why what what happened on the road I, no nothing nothing oh. but because but, but like i'm now in this what don't what why we're, why we're, we're, we're in Steven, this why don't, you, why don't you release a statement about how what i said does not reflect upon what you. i what i said uh what sam said about brody does not reflect upon me uh brody stevens is a great mentor i'd love to go on the road with him again i had a blast with him and and i'd like to learn more from him okay so the bukkake story <laughs> I'm, I'm in a suit and tie at this real estate company they're like hey there's this program called data quick you can get you could it, you find out anybody's information all their address their tax information just use it wisely i was like oh shit michael jacks i just started data quicking everybody dude everybody would tell like what they paid for their house uh, where everybody lived wow no you were not you could not no one could hide from this it was just everybody everybody's information and they paid a lot of money for this and so i was a huge fan of bob odenkirk you yeah. know from from breaking bad and stuff but this was before that this is from mr, mr. show oh, huge one of mr. the best show. sketch shows ever when i m- met mary lynn for the first time or yeah. at the store i was like ner- i was like uh uh not because of like of like 24 no, like, but i was like mr was... show i was like uh you were in mr show that, uh, core, uh, group, that core group of people is so like paul jack f Tompkins, black. jack black um i mean mary uh David Cross, Brian Posehn, like Brian Posehn, all those guys. Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, dude, like he had to Tom leave Kenny. to go do SpongeBob. Like everybody left there to like blow the yeah. Jack Black. Everybody, yeah. Um, those guys were intricate. Uh, Sarah in Silverman, getting, yeah. Those guys were integral in getting Tenacious D uh, the show. Oh made. yeah, well, I went to a Tenacious D concert and they were like Bob Odenkirk's in the back, and I just want to thank you for my career. They yeah. stopped the show. To yeah, that, I mean that's like you know. OG, so he's great on Better Call Saul, dude. That show is fantastic. I love that show. I like the pacing of it. Yeah, 
It's not uh, like it's, it's a totally different vibe than Breaking Bad. Absolutely, and and, and like very it. well done. Yes. And and they really play into that Albuquerque whatever. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, the no, no, it's okay. whatever. So so I look up Bob no, Odenkirk. That, that part of the that part of the country. Yeah. So I look up Bob Odenkirk on this data quick, and I and I send him a fucking old school letter. I said, hey, I'm doing real estate. All I've ever wanted to do is be a comedian. Will you please help me? I blah blah blah. Just this crazy letter, right? Are you it. like whacked a doodled at this point uh, on coke and heroin? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. And I, and so I you're said, like, this will be a great idea, man. He will be into this. Yeah, yeah exactly. He will really no, like, like you have convinced yourself that you're yeah. now best friends with Bob Odenkirk because yes, yes, you yes, have his address. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's like nine pages long. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yes. hey, honey, someone sent a crazy manifesto. It's like at <laughs> least to you his t- home. At least you typed it and didn't draw it in like crazy pen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> Written in blood. Yeah. So, yeah. so I send it, put it in the mail, don't think anything of it. I'm watching March of the Penguins with my mom. FBI shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, uh, they're like, hey, um, they're like, hey, this is a. Uh, I get a call right before I'm about to go into March of the Penguins, and and I'm like, you know, I'm all heroined out, fucked up. Of course, but March we, of the Penguins. Yeah, it's, it, you got a party. It was awesome, dude. It, and and so I walk in, like, hi, this is a uh, Bob Odenkirk's office. Uh, is this Stephen Randolph? I said yes, and they go. Are are you available for a phone call with with Bob Odenkirk? He he would like to speak with you in a minute. And I said, Mom, hold on, I'm about to blow up, dude. You know, like like, and my mom's like, okay, and I'm like at the fucking theater in Pasadena, and I'm like pacing around, They're like, okay, we're gonna patch Bob, dude. This is a true story. I'm like, patch Bob Odenkirk through right now, and he goes, hey, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, and he's like, you sending a, a letter to my fucking house? Who who are you? And I'm like, I'm Steve Randolph. I do real estate. He's like, isn't that illegal? Like, so you use real estate title information to call him. And I'm like, you got a great deal on your loan. Like, you know, I, I did. That, that's what I said because I didn't have anything else. And oh he was like, God. you cannot do. And he was like tripping, dude. And then the phone got quiet. And I was like, dude, this is my idol. Like, I just like, I can't believe this happened. And then he was like, what do you want from me? And I was like, and he was like, I have a wife and kid. Like it was bad, you know. And so it's so, and I'm like, dude, nothing. And he's like, I was like, dude, I was just hoping to have coffee with you and just like, you know, un, un like, oh you know, get. God. And and he <laughs> just gets quiet and he's like, okay, Mr. Randolph. He's like, you call me back in a month. And he was like, I'll have my assistant. Are you still on the line, Terry? And she's like, I'm right here. And he's like, you're gonna talk to Terry. You're gonna set something up for a month from now. And he's like, goodbye, Mr. Randolph. And I was like, uh, like tripping, dude. I've never told this story before. It's so all like, I was like, okay, cool. And so then Terry's like, okay, Mr. Randolph, you there? I'm like, uh, like I don't know what's going on. I like, I don't want to go to lunch with this guy now. I'm scared, you know. Right. So she's like, she's like, in a month, um, are you free at 3 p.m.? I'm, you know, March 38th. I'm like, dude, I'm like, March 38th. March 38th. No, no, but you know, what I'm talking about. February 40th. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. But it was like, it's like, you know, I was using that to be 26 you know, o'clock. So yeah. Funny. And so I'm like, yeah. So I call in a month from now, and she's like, oh, hey, Mr. Randolph, uh, Mr. Odenkirk said he's going to push it back for another month. And I was like, all right, you know, I got shit going on. So sure enough, a month from now, they're like, they called the day before, like, you're still on with Mr. Odenkirk. You're going to be eating at this place called The Pig on, on La Brea. And so I show up at the Pig on La Brea. And he, <laughs> and he dude, he, he walks in. He's got a huge Civil War book, a book on the Civil War. And he just walks up. He's like, Stephen? And he's just, like, studying me. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, the food's not too bad here. And, like, we ordered, and I was like, let me pay for you. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And so we sat down, and we talked for, like, two or three hours about the business and about, like, life and, like, all this fucking crazy stuff. And at the very end, he was like, he was like, you know, he's like, 
the worst advice I can give, the best advice I can give you is, he's like, all the Mr. Show guys, we all came up together. He's like, groups rise together. Yes! He's like, he goes, he goes, Bob Odenkirk is not going to help you. He's like, you can't email Jack Black and suddenly he's going to help you get a career. He's like, all your friends rise together. You all get writing jobs. He's like, that's how it's worked in this business for 100 years. And he was like, you can't just go to somebody who already has a yep. career and say, help me. I, I don't have a body of work. Yep. And I was like, and I was like. Oh my God. Okay. And he's like, so he's like, you're going to need to go to this. Is, keep in mind, this was in 2005. He's like, you're going to need to go to UCB. And I was, he was like, I was like, what's that? He's like, Upright Citizen Brigade. I was like, oh, I love that TV show. It was like one of my favorite shows from 98, 2002 on, you know, on yeah. Comedy Central. Back in the day. Back in the day. It was a great show. And he goes, um, he goes, you just hang out there, you know? And so I was like, okay, cool. So I was so one track mind. I was like, keep in mind, I had shot this Bukaki video, which Sam has, has seen, right? And so, and so, what do you mean you shot a Bukaki okay, video? So in 2002, I worked for Big Brother Magazine, which later became Jackass, which which was at Hustler. I got involved with all these Bukaki people because I would just wander the building and I'd be like, "What's the weirdest shit I can get into?" And they're like, "Oh, nothing at this building's too weird. You got to get into the Bukaki scene." Here's the number. So they gave me a number. It was you can probably Google it. It's the Bukaki hotline. Bukaki. So you'd call this. You'd call this hotline, um, and it would be it was the Bukaki hotline, and it was like an old rave hotline from the 90s. We're like, "Hey, okay, you're gonna." want to go to Arco at once you're at Arco we're going to give you the flyer to find out where it is so it was the Bukaki hotline like hey Bukaki this is Jim Powers that was his name this is Jim Powers the Bukaki I remember Jim Powers Jim. I used to watch all of his porn yeah. all back with in the, the Bukaki hotline uh, uh, making porn stars all they can be guys it's going to be in Van Nuys so uh, so if those of you taking the bus you're going to take this route <laughs> and, and he, he was always really funny he would always be like and for those of you flying into the jet just walk off the tarmac and walk into the hangar it was always at an airplane airport hangar or like some weird uh, like I, I went to one at a slaughter, an ex slaughterhouse. Oh yeah, I mean that's what I was tampering with, dude. So that, so that's and, why I go get crystals. And wait, so you guys <laughs> go there and then just beat off on somebody? Well, well, okay. There's like 80 dudes that go, and you have to have an AIDS test. You go, you you walk in, and and they pay you 100 bucks. I that's didn't... all you get for beating off on a chick nowadays because it's <laughs> the supply is more than the demand. Well, I, I would just hang out there in a karate outfit because I was obsessed with wearing this it's karate kinda like outfit. It's kind of like comedy. It's kind of like comedy. Yeah. By the way, you look like you're beating off right now <laughs> in this Bukaki store. Yeah. So, so okay. So, I filmed this video. That I went in with a crew. So, I started hanging out at these Bukakis. I went to a reverse Bukaki in the what valley. What is a reverse Bukaki? It's when 40 squirter girls squirt on a dude's face while he's jerking off. So, they would just run up and just be like, boom. And each one of them would squirt. I would just hang out there. They'd be like, Steve. I'd be like, what's up? I would come to my real estate office, you know, thing. I would just smoke cigarettes and just watch in the back. That was my deal. So, I would go to all, So, I, you weren't doing the beating off. You were just no, hanging out. No, but I brought a couple comedian friends at the time. And they, like, they're now comedians. These are my old friends. And you scared them into being Taylor comics. Taylor Ketchum is on the box cover of Bukaki 48, dude. Because, like, we need a big oh guy. And he's like, yeah. And, and he's like, wait, what did I just do, dude? And, like, oh and, my yeah, yeah, no, wait, well, we, we don't, you know, we'll have to have Taylor on one time. Uh, but Taylor's on the box cover of a Bukaki holding the name the of the black up. comic from Vegas who, like, uh, He's so funny. What's his name? I can't remember his name, but he was like, we were doing a, we were doing a Red Bands podcast. He's like, yeah, there was a time when like he has a lisp a little bit. We, yeah, I was doing a interracial fat chick porn. I was, <laughs> wow. And we begins the show. We're like, uh, nobody can watch this. Dude. You're done, dog. <laughs> Stick up for it. They're fucking fat white chicks and porn. 
on the Tonight Show after that. Am I? Am oh, I again never going to be on the Tonight Show because it's no? You're going to. You're probably booked next week. Yeah, I was going to say they'll probably come after you. No, yeah, they don't, in, dude, in it's a, a totally different, different time. time. Okay, and you didn't jerk off in it. No, I didn't. Right? No, right? I didn't. Look at I me. Didn't. Right? Be honest. I didn't. Be honest. I, did not. I get porn stars who want to do this podcast all the time. I'm not. No, we're not. Porn, we're not a porn podcast though. Okay. We're, we're just good dudes. Porn podcast people are good dudes. There's nothing wrong with people in porn. Everybody. No, no, there's not. But then it turns into the porn show. No, once in a while, dude. But it's like, dude. You're I, talking about hanging out at Bukaki warehouses, dude. Yeah, what? I was doing real estate. Okay, right. Good point. So if they were like chefs or something. I would rather have uh, I was a crossing guard at a grade school, and I would just see all those Bukakis. <laughs> and I, oh, well, at least it's not a porn store. Then. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Fisher story. So I made the, okay. So I started hanging out at the Bukaki so much. I and I would wear a, 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 a jujitsu uniform. And and I don't know <laughs> Did why. Did you do I moves just, or anything? You no, like, I was no. just weird. By the way, we out. found a denim. Karate gear. You did? Yeah. Where? It's Who's online. We? You can order oh it. Wow. Denim. <laughs> I think someone's got a new new stage yeah. suit. Yeah. Uh oh. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> the judo Urkel. Yeah. Go wow. on. Um, so, so you're hanging out. Okay. So, so then I go. Hey, can I bring a film crew, a crew in here to do a, a, a video? <laughs> and the guy's like, dude, all right, I'm in a weird shit because I was like, I know these big brother guys. So I brought a crew in. We filmed me interviewing 80 dudes while they were jerking off on a chick's face. I was like, what do you think about the Iraq War? I was at, and I was dressed in a karate uniform, and it was it's. I have the video. It's a fucked up video. It's on a porn site now. So, so it's, oh really? My, the Disney didn't want it. No, okay. no, they did. They passed. No, they did. They not. made a bad mistake. So it's 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 edited to justify my love by Madonna. And it's, <laughs> nice. It's, it's, it's a great video. My friend edited it, Casey Maloney, who's been a guest on this. He edited it. It's an, it's an amazing, twisted video. The girl's getting dumped on. So Bob Odenkirk, so that I did that a year before. So Bob Odenkirk's like, you know, just go go sign up for classes. If you got any videos, I think there's this night where they they share videos there. That'd be a good way to get yourself in. It's like cool. Oh no. I go over and this was in 2005 when UCB wasn't over flooded yet. Matt Besser was like out there, not barking, but just like, hey yeah. guys, line up for the next show. So I go, hey Mr. Besser, I have a really crazy video I'd like to show. And he goes, oh great, oh, we have oh, a, we have a no. night called Fucked Up and Illegal Videos. It's on Sunday nights. Come come down. It's what? called Fucked Up and Illegal Videos, was the name of the night. Yeah, that was that's what That's it was hilarious, called. and I bet none of them were fucked up or illegal, no, they especially are. in it, comparison it's to that, whatever it's that, it's that hipster danger? Yeah, yeah. that's they cool. really the, the fake danger. I drank milk and I'm lactose intolerant. No, that's what it was. A lot of throwing up, uh, one guy in the toilet, lighting Barbie heads on fire, and I was like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so, so I bring my Do you DVD. feel like a wolf in a hen house? Dude, I, it, it was... It was were you on drugs when you oh, screamed yeah. this? Yeah, I, I was. I was on speedballs, and so so I'm in the back, right? And there's 200 people. So you in feel the normal because you're high and slow. I, I'm focused, dude. I'm just okay. like, let's go, dude. So I have my video I, in my book bag, and it was Matt Besser, Horatio Sands. Oh my god, uh, who was the black dude from from Mr. Show? Really uh, funny. Uh, tra- uh, Jerry Dave, Miner. Dave Jerry Chappelle? Miner was up there. Jerry Miner. He's one of my favorites. He's so funny. So funny. And so he was up on stage. Like uh, all the guys yeah. from UCB, the, the television show, were on stage. And so they everybody was taking a turn. You got five minutes to show your video, and they're like, "Oh wow, this is another crazy video." It, it's packed. There's 200 people there. They're, they have a the projection screen behind. The sounds perfect. It's UCB. It's one of the best stages in the world, right? Calm down, dude. Okay. <laughs> so so then they go. This guy Stephen wouldn't tell us what his video was, but he's got a crazy. Crazy video that he wants oh, to show everybody, my. and I go and, oh, and I my. and I, they go walk up, and I walk up in my karate suit. And I go, guys, here it is. And I show everybody the video, and I like put it in. Lights go down, and it justify my love starts. It's like wanting, waiting. 
dude, the whole place is going – it's a six-minute video going fucking crazy. The girl's like, hey – and I'm like, guys are jerking off, and I'm talking to them. You've seen it, Sam, right? Uh, like, they're on the couch, like, four dudes beating off, and I'm just like – just looking in their eyes. I'm giving guys Scott towels that are like jerk. I know. Are it, there dicks in this, or are you, are you tons, shooting? And they're just tons like and tons okay. So and you're tons. seeing all the dicks. It's full. not even like a head thing where it's no, like you can sort of shots tell. in her mouth. It's and not I'm like in, John. It's Huck not me right podcast. now. No, dude, he's been beating off the whole pocket. So I hug her at the end, and I'm covered in cum myself. Ah! It's like level ten. So the lights go on. Everyone's... People are fucking throwing shit at me. Two girls are crying, sobbing hysterically, and they're like, "You fucking pee." Of shit, and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this night was called Fucked Up and Illegal Videos. Maybe I should have lit a Barbie head on fire. And I start to walk out. Met Bester's like, Steven, come back on stage right here. We need to talk talk about this. I'm like, Let's talk. The best art starts this kind of conversation. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm up there, and Horatio Sands is shaking his head. Tim met Tim met uh what Jerry, no, no, Jerry Minor I go, I go hey dude. the ladies man yeah I go I go no no not no, Tim no, no, Minor no, no. Jerry, Jerry Minor really funny and so I go hey man I'm a big fan and he goes oh dude that was a fucked up video he's <laughs> on stage whispering while people are throwing shit at me calling me a sexist piece of shit and what? I go I go is this gonna ruin my career and he goes well what kind of career do you have I'm like oh good good point you know like, I wear a karate suit and I hang out at fucking Bukaki warehouses yeah. so so then well then no your career is fine it's so intact. then some girl goes my parents are here and the dad wanted to fight me because I guess she was an intern at UCB. And was like, hey, come do a show. This is oh why I came out here from. Why would you bring your dad to fucking fucked up an illegal video night? So because were... you know that it's going to be mild mannered vanilla bullshit. So I had I had to be fuck escorted her. out because they were all throwing shit at me, and I was like, I was like, fuck all you guys. What did I you thought... talk about when you went to the stage? Like, I, I said, guys, I said, I said, um, I said, I thought this was a funny video. Uh, I'm sorry, this was fucked up in illegal videos. This is what I find funny. Now, do I find that funny now? No. Uh, a little bit, but but well, it's just crazy. The, of course, the, you the, find it funny. Fact, I find it funny. The fact John that, was yeah. laughing. The fact that Midwest you did it is what I find Aaron, funny. Is it funny. Aaron thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but so but so everybody was throwing shit at me, and they're like, "Do you think this is art?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do think this is art. I think this is so out there. They're like, do you even feel sorry for the girl?" I'm like, "Yeah, but she's in porn doing. It. Yeah, but she wants to do it." And so there's this whole fucking debate. It was like a town hall. I mean, feel sorry debate. for, but she's getting paid. She signed a thing. She's yeah. getting a contract. She's not. No one's like tired. Yeah. It's not a rape video. So I, I like, tried to show more videos, and the night shut down after that, and they never did that night that night again. And then I started taking classes. They didn't. They were like, weren't paying attention to me, weren't paying attention to me. And I kept. I was like, dude, I just want to take fucking you know improv one hundred and one. And then finally, after a couple months, they let me in the improv one hundred and one. They just we just didn't talk about it, dude. Did so they say I know who you are? They knew. They dude, I've, it was there. Your very, picture was up on the wall. Like, if this very, guy brings a DVD in. <laughs> Very, Break it very in half. Bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's my that's my that story. That is so fucking I just hilarious. Want to say something that John Huck, you have successfully not told a story <laughs> yeah. on a storytelling podcast. Yeah. You are the first uh, what? and only person. Oh no! Ever come are we on? Done? Yeah, it's over. This is an hour. <laughs> what? Dude, so were... I just sat here and listened to you guys. Yes. Fuck you. You did it. You, but you did it. I'm the first one to ever do that, you yeah, said? Yes. You oh, are that's the first a, that's person. a skill, baby. It's going to be called, I've Got No Stories with John Huck. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Story Time. Uh-uh. I'm going home. Jo- Goodbye. Story Time not with John Huck, dude. That's Look, funny. I didn't realize that. Uh, I, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't know there was a time limit. I forgot you guys started right at <laughs> he three. He stoned like, in barefoot just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, dude. I was doing my fake beat-off thing. Wasn't that a good story? <laughs> hey, will you come on again? We did great, Sam. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, that's what I was going to say is I live right up the street. If you ever need me to just pop in, I can do that. Probably Please. not after this. <laughs> Actually, we're, you know, we're going to probably just, we'll consider this episode a wash. We'll throw it away. We're going to record with someone else after you leave. 
I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're like, did that? You're... I, I walk out, like, there's a line of comics out there, like, you know that was an audition, right? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I had no idea. I, um... This is a great podcast. I might do a special episode, Steve, with uh, Jim Florentine, because I don't think he can get off. He wants to do a podcast. He wants to promote, but he can't come in. Jim Florentine from uh, Opie and Anthony, yeah. uh, oh, that, cool. metal that metal show. That metal show. Yeah. Crank anchors. I think yeah. I can do a kind of a good Jim Florentine. Yeah, Let's hear it. A little bit? No? Deeper. Deeper. Yeah. How you doing, guys? This, that metal show. This stumped the Trump with Eddie Trunk. Yeah. Right? There yeah. you go. That was good. That was better than the stories you told. Whoa. <laughs> Which were zero. No. <laughs> I'm like, well, John, guys, we love you. What do you John, how do they find you? Yeah. Uh, at, on Twitter. At Will you G- post a couple stories? <laughs> <to make> it- <laughs> you can go. I hey, last. I got, I got, well, you know what I was going to say? You guys were talking about porn. I was, I did voiceover in a porno movie. That's okay, what I was going to say. John, John it's, o- it's over. Oh, is it over? <laughs> I, think it's no, over. No. I think it's better that you don't yeah, tell yeah, stories. You okay, well, then now come on again and tell. Yeah, John, we'll see you around, man. All right, man. We'll see you around. We'll see if we work it. I'm online. Uh, Where's your podcast again? Uh, uh, All Things Comedy, iTunes, SoundCloud. What do you guys talk about on there? Hollywood Anonymous. We talk about, uh, we have guests from all walks of the entertainment industry. Grips, gaffers, uh, actors, comedians. So I can come on and talk sports on there? You can. I mean, yeah, the conversation goes everywhere. You know, it's not like a strict thing, but... uh, We uh, anybody who's uh, you know made the move and 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 tried to pursue anything out here, we try to talk to and find out what. Uh, tonight I'll be at Potluck. Probably Joey not Diaz be anywhere with Steve. All right, yeah. Stevens. Uh, oh, fuck, dude! You guys tweet nice things that you love seeing Steven Randolph and Brody Stevens. They make a great comedy duo. Please, we're gonna let's try- just end. Let's just stop. We're, we're done. Gonna, hold on. No, no, no. Okay, if you gotta go, you gotta add go. me on, on Facebook. Play. No, I want add play me on one. goddamn Facebook. Shut up, guys, guys. Jesus Christ! Add you on Facebook, guys. I have a LinkedIn account. Yeah, Stephen Randolph, R A N D O L P. I'm gonna play this video out real quick. It's about three minutes, Aaron. We're gonna play it out. Can we talk over? This it? is something to believe in yourself. After this, Sam Tripoli. If you like the episode, tell us. If you don't like the episode, tell us. If you love the episode, tweet to your friends. If you know people who love crazy storytelling on a podcast, that hit, hit us up. Hit us up. Have don't have John on. No, John, you are always welcome. John, back. you were great. Dude. You were great. So here's a yeah, this podcast. Is, this is, here's a video that Tate great. Fletcher sent me. So I hope you guys enjoy. I really enjoyed listening to it. Every day, the way I operate is totally different, and it's not about the product for me as much as it is about the process. And what I mean about the process, the process saved my life. You see, my mother had me when she was 15 years old, right? Over on the east side of Atlanta, we came up in this neighborhood by the name of Kirkwood, drug dealer on every corner, gang members in the neighborhood, two-bedroom home, 14 people, used to sleep on the floor. Got the opportunity to sleep in the bed one time out of the week, there was six of us in the bed, three at the foot, three at the head. And I came up with this dream pretty quick, I said, man, I want to go to the NFL because I had eight uncles in that house, all eight of which are still going in and out of prison. And so pretty quick, I said, man, I want to go to the NFL. And so I went to my big cousin tomorrow one night. I said, man, listen, I want to go to the NFL. And so we got to work for this thing. So the thing we're going to do every night, we're going to be patient. We're going to engage in consistent action. Every night, we're going to race light pole to light pole with no shoes. So every night, we would get out in the street, race light pole to light pole. One night, a coach came down the street. He signed me and my cousins up for organized sports, right? First time being in organized sports. We get in organized sports. The thing was, after practice, everybody would leave to go home. And I always had to sit on the bench and wait on my mother because she worked at Wendy's. And so when my mother would show up in the park, it would be about 10 o'clock, 10.30 at night. So I'm sitting there, and when my mother would pull up, she drove an old Buick Regal hubcaps off the car seats, torn up, the car was all beat up. And she would pull up in the park, 10.30 at night. I would jump off the bench. I would sprint over to my mother. I would say, Mom, if you don't mind, can you please sit back in your car and turn on your car lights? I have to do some extra drills. I have to go to the NFL. She would never have to work another day in your life. And I knew my mother was tired. 
And every night, my mother would sit back in that car, and it was Carl Ike who hit that field, and he had a seven-year-old kid doing backpacking drills, running sprints, running laps, chasing his dream to go to the NFL. But just beyond those Carl Ike's, I could always connect with my mother's eyes, so it made me dig a little bit deeper, it made me push myself a little bit further, it made me work a little bit harder. It created a certain level of sweat equity in what I was doing. It created a certain level of pride in what I was doing. You know why people quit? People don't have pride in what they do. You know why people stop? They're selfish and it's just about them. But when you have a bigger purpose to why you're doing what you're doing and you want to honor the sacrifices that others have made for you, it's nothing for you to keep going when you hit adversity. If every decision and choice you make is just about you, at a certain point you're going to hit something that's a lot tougher than you and it's going to make you quit because you don't have a driving force for why you do what you do. But when I got up to the University of Tennessee, it was simple. It was simple for me to give everything I had. My freshman year, I played special teams. My sophomore season, I broke the star lineup, had a really strong sophomore season. The summer heading into my junior year, I still remember the day where I was sitting in our film room and I was watching film on the California Bears. My defensive backs coach, Larry Slade, came in the room. He said, Inky, I got some good news for you. I dropped the click. I said, what is it? He said, man, you're projected top 30 draft pick, son. He said, all you have to do is play the next 10 football games. You're an automatic multimillionaire. I went out of the room. I called my mother and my grandmother on the three-way. I said, after this season, there will be no more struggling. I said, we would never miss another meal. I said, we would never experience another Christmas where we have to stand on the side of the curb and just be grateful. And I hung it up. First football game, I went out and played great, got an interception, shut Cal down. Second game, we playing against Air Force, got late in the game, fourth quarter, guy dropped back, he threw the ball to a receiver coming out of my sideline. Me and the guy, we went head on. Soon as I hit the guy, I felt as if every breath of my body left. Body went completely limp, fell to the ground, I blacked out. Never happened to me. When my eyes opened, I'll never forget, my teammates ran over. They said, Ink, get up, let's go. I said, I can't. I said, I can't move. They said, what do you mean you can't move? You're out lockdown corner, man, we need you, let's go. I said, I know, man, but this time I can't move. I flipped my head up to the sky, I said, God. I said, surely nothing is happening in this moment that can alter my life. They got me over to the hospital, they took me back, they ran CAT scans, they brought me back into my room, and all in a 15-second time frame, the doctor came running in from the opposite side. He said, hey, get in there, we got to rush this guy back to emergency surgery, he's about to die. I said, what? He said, son, you have busted up the clavian artery in your chest, you're bleeding internally, we have to rush you back, take the main vein out of your left leg, plug it into your chest in order to save your life. When I opened my eyes from recovery, the same doctor was over me. He said, son, has some good news and some bad news for you. I said, you got some bad news for me? After telling him I was about to die, I'm still alive. How bad can it get? I'm still here. He said, the good news is we saved your life. I said, thank you, sir. He said, the bad news is, Ink, you have nerve damage in your right shoulder. I said, okay, cool. He said, but son, it's a strong possibility that you probably can never play the game of football again in your life. I said, no way. I said, no disrespect to you, Doc, but I've been working for this ever since I was seven years old. I said, no disrespect to you, Doc, but you wasn't in the park with me and my mother when I was seven years old and she was sitting in that Buick Regal she got done working at Wendy's. No disrespect to you, Doc, but you didn't come up in that two-bedroom home, 14 people sleeping on the floor. No disrespect to you, Doc, but you didn't miss those meals and stay focused and never made an excuse. I never cheated. I never cheated. Like, my conscience, still until this day, won't let me cheat. Like, I can't cheat. I can't look myself in the mirror and say, Ink, you did a good job knowing that I cheated. I can't cheat. One of the greatest pieces of advice that my mother gave me was this. Son, whenever you start, you make sure you finish it. 
And the problem with the world today, people get involved with things and if they don't like a certain person, if they don't like the process, if it's not what they thought it was, they quit. And what they don't understand about quitting, quitting become, becomes a habit that doesn't just affect you. Later on in life, when you get a wife and you get some kids or you get a family, it's going to come back to hunt you and it will one day affect them. That is why I tell you the process is more important than the product. It's not even about the outcome for me. It's about can you take pride in what you do as an individual and every night when you look in the mirror knowing that you gave everything you had to it. And we have to get to the point where we're willing to impose our will on certain things. Impose your will on it. My life totally changed. And they gave me an opportunity to stop. And most people, when you give them an opportunity to stop while they're chasing something, they take advantage of it because they feel as if, man, why did this have to happen to me? I felt as if, why not me? This is the perfect opportunity to use this to be a blessing to somebody else. And you know what? It's not even about me to be truthful. It's not even about me. Now it's about repaying the people that invested in me and saw something in me when I couldn't see it in myself. At a certain point in life, it can't just be about you. And the moment that we understand that and every day we wake up, we understand that life is a blessing and life is a gift. And if you were to check out today, how would you want to be remembered? It's bigger than you.